Welcome to the Fearless Pursuits Podcast, where it's that time to slap your doubts and fears around, learn marketing and sales strategies, mindset hacks, and even a little metaphysical thrown in for good measure so you can have a breakthrough to success in your own life and business. I'm Sharon Lee, an online life and business coach and serial entrepreneur for over 25 years. My goal is to share with you everything that I've learned along the way, including the good, the bad, and the ugly. Each week, we'll explore what it takes to reach your goals and dreams and create that financial freedom through online entrepreneurship. If you're ready to dig in, listen in now to today's episode. Hello, hello to all you fearlesspreneurs out there and welcome to another episode of Fearless Pursuits Podcast Breakthrough to Success. I'm so happy that you are here joining me here in this podcast episode because I'm going to be talking about money. I'm going to be talking about making more money in the fourth quarter, really ending this year with a bang. I don't know about you, but I'm kind of wondering where the year went. For me, it went super fast. It was really a great year financially, and yet I realize I can do better. You know, aside from all of the COVID stuff, right, that we don't need to be talking about, it's not productive to help us really create this massive, massively successful business, right? But let's talk about what we can change. Let's talk about ending the year with a bang, right? Let's lock it out of the park. So making more money in fourth quarter or really ending the year with a bang is a topic that's circling around in my mastermind group. We're talking about ending the year better than when we started it. So how would it feel if you made more money in this last quarter than the whole year? Would that totally blow your mind? Well, this is actually happening to a lot of the members in the mastermind, which really just highlights something I think that's super important. This is actually what I want to share with you today. So This message is for you, whether or not you had a good year up until this point, so whether or not the first three quarters were pretty good for you, or they weren't so great for you, that maybe you want to know what you can do to really knock it out of the park. All right, so there's a couple of things I want to share with you first off. Number one, success really is about your consciousness. It just totally is. It's about your awareness that anything is possible. So what you've done earlier this year, you think about the year as we're winding down, it has absolutely no bearing on what's possible for you in this quarter. So it's really important that you know that because oftentimes what we do is we actually limit ourselves. Put it this way. 
we limit ourselves in terms of what we can actually accomplish based on what we've already done. And I want you to really understand that your ability to knock it out of the park here at the end of the year has absolutely nothing to do with what you've achieved this whole entire year, right? It has nothing to do with it, you guys. Your success is really about your consciousness, what you are aware of. It's all about your awareness and what you do with that. The second thing I want you to be mindful of is to focus on your possibilities, not just your problems like so many of us do, right? So it's important that we're aware of our mistakes. Of course it is. We can learn from that. Our missteps, our setbacks, whatever the case may have been for you this year. It's very important that we're aware of those things, but we want to focus on what's possible instead of just focusing on the problem because often that's what we do. So let's say, for example, this year your marketing really wasn't bringing in as many qualified leads as you'd like, right? And so if you stay focused on that problem, stay focused on, oh man, I didn't get that many leads. I didn't get that many discovery calls, whatever. I didn't sell that many um, spots in my program. You are telling yourself, my marketing isn't converting. It's not bringing in qualified leads. So then what do you do? It becomes a self fulfilling prophecy. You keep recreating that same exact experience. However, if you're aware that my marketing isn't converting the way that I'd want it to convert, what's the possibility? What's the possible solution to this problem? If we focus more on the possibilities, you'll actually get insights, okay? You'll get opportunities, and you'll get ideas that will actually attract more people who can support you in making the tweaks that you need to make in order to get the results that you desire. So the third thing that I want you to be aware of is this. Asking yourself a question. Okay, so this is a really great journal prompt. You know I'm just huge on journaling. But if anything, it's just something that really will give you some pause to really think about to help you kind of um, come out of this differently. Ask yourself this. What are some of the resources that you need in order to get to that next level? I mean, if you want that next level, you have to really start thinking about how to get there, right? So we think about leaders. Leaders think about strategies. They think about mindset. They think about uh, really being able to put themselves in that future them that moves them in that position. So when you think about this year and what you've actually accomplished so far, how happy are you with what you're offering right now? Is it in alignment with who you've grown into? Because we're always growing. After years of experience and working with clients, I know that pricing is a big problem. Are you pricing your program or your digital programs in a way that would allow you to feel properly compensated for the transformational value that you offer your clients? Is your program structured in a way that 
you want it to be structured so that it helps your clients get amazing results. Uh, maybe you, you really want to be thinking about it also helping you to live a life that you want to live because the bottom line is you don't really want to have to work so many hours in your business, right? These are some of the things you want to be thinking about in the fourth quarter. Really lifestyle design, okay? It's the perfect time to make some shifts. We really want to be able to make these shifts in what we're offering, right? Also think about your marketing. I used an example earlier about marketing, but I think that we can kind of talk about how our marketing can shift, right? So what needs to shift in your marketing in order for you to call in the clients that you want to call in consistently? One of the things that most people are aware of when their marketing isn't converting is it's not just about your messaging. Your messaging supports your positioning. It does, for sure. The positioning is what people think of in the marketplace, and your messaging supports that. And so oftentimes people think, well, if my marketing isn't converting, I just need to focus on my messaging. And we've heard this before, and we've talked about this here on the podcast. But there's times when it's not just the messaging that needs to be adjusted, right? When I'm working with my client, we talk about all of this because it's not just a few things that we have to focus on. It's a few things. So when it's not just the messaging that needs to be adjusted, sometimes it's your own belief system. I remember for me personally, one of the reasons that my marketing wasn't converting was because I was really resisting clients. Imagine that. I want clients, but I'm resisting them. (laughs) It, I just wasn't getting any clients because I was in resistance for it. I had to do some deep work to figure out what that was all about. When you don't get what you want, a question that you can ask yourself is, what is the bad thing that could happen if I get it? For me, it was a mixed bag of where sometimes I'd get clients that I really like, you know, really love working with most of the times. I was was getting clients that were not the right fit for me, too. So I wouldn't invite those people to work with me. And then so I wouldn't end up having, I wouldn't be fully booked. But the reason was for me was, had so much to do, I don't know, so many different layers. But the shifts that I made in my marketing were very, very powerful because I did shift my messaging. They were not the only shift that I needed to make, right? The reason I was resisting clients at that time of my business was because I'm homeschooling and I'm busy with the house and doing different things. And I'm thinking, oh my God, how am I going to homeschool? How am I going to do the podcast? How am I going to do my YouTube channel? Do all the marketing and everything. Work with my team. Create any new digital programs. And, you know, work with clients. So it was one of those things where I just couldn't see it. And when I ran through all of those things in my head, I just felt overwhelmed. I just felt tired. And I thought, well, there's just no way. 
There's just no way that I can bring on any new clients. So ultimately, I wasn't an energetic match for new clients. And it was a major problem for me. And so I was resisting actually attracting clients because of that. There were times when I was actually intimidated by the clients I really wanted to work with. The fact of the matter is, is I wanted to work with high-end clients, but, you know, for a long time, I just kept working with the low-end clients, and it was mainly because I didn't believe in myself. I, I really didn't believe that I could offer the transformation that I was saying that I could offer, and so I wasn't really even putting any offers out there. There were no call to actions. I I just wasn't getting a lot of clients because of it. I didn't feel strong and convicted in my messaging. And until I solved that problem, my marketing, no matter how great my copy was, no matter how consistent I was with creating webinars and creating content, it still wasn't converting until I resolved that issue. So you really want to be thinking about your marketing if, you know, if it's not doing its job to position you. You also want to look beyond the messaging and see if there's anything else. If there's any way where you might be resisting bringing on clients that you desire, like I was, you know, you can't be both in wanting and not wanting at the same time. It just, the way that the laws of the universe work, um, you know, source energy doesn't know what to do with that. You're in conflict. So the third thing is I want you to think about your sales process. Is your sales process working for you the way that you want it to work for you? Is it set up in a way that you're not wasting hours of your time speaking to people who are unqualified, speaking to people who are not going to move forward, speaking to people who maybe want to move forward, but then they aren't your real clients? So really think about your sales process. A lot of what we're doing with our copywriting, with our messaging, is really weeding all of this out. I talk about this in my Sales and Confidence Mastery Program, which I'm going to be launching here again in January. January 1st, to be exact. So the thing that we want to think about in your sales process is to think about when you're actually on a sales call with someone. You know, are you able to really empower your prospects so they can really be like 100% yes or even 100% hell no, this is just not the right decision for me. But we don't want those people who are wishy-washy. And you'll still feel fine with your sales process, you know, the yes or the no either way right? We want you to feel good about that so that you're not attached to whether a person says yes or no, because you know that you have enough leads coming in and you know that you were able to close enough of the right prospects that you're not attached to that outcome. You want to think about all those things 
And if you feel like there's an area that needs improvement, whether it's your offer, whether it's your marketing, whether it's your sales, then think about the resources that you need to put in place right now in order for you to set yourself up for an amazing last quarter. And I've just recently brought someone on my team to help me with that so that it can alleviate me from some of that marketing aspect so that I can do other things. And I'm getting ready to hire someone to help me so that that, you know, when I launch the sales and confidence mastery here on January 1st, that it is um, the most amazing program. So we have to really be thinking about the resources that we have. Resources are money. Money helps us with ad spend. If that's what we're doing, it helps us uh, hire someone if that's what we need to. Um, but what we want to do is we want to set ourselves up for an amazing last quarter, Right. Um, you know, and I remember if it's just using your resources so that you can hire a babysitter or something for your little kid so that you can work. So, you know, think about that. Or even your resources could just simply be like maybe your mom. Your mom can come over and watch your little one so that you can, you know, uh, slam out some copywriting, you know, so that you can do some mindset work, all of those things. But think about your resources, right? It's so common for us to look at what we've created and think, she wants to get to seven figures, right? <laughs> That's what one of my clients was talking about. We just we just have to really be thinking about all those resources. So um, I'm thinking about one of my clients, she wants to get to seven figures, but she's waiting until next year to get there. And so I'm thinking, why not just do it now? Why would you wait for seven figures? If you can make six figures in a year, you can make seven figures in a year. It's not that big of a difference. If you can make $2,000 in a month, why can't you make $5,000 in a month? It's really not that big of a difference. It just really depends on your energy, your mindset, your consciousness, all of those things that we talked about, um, your marketing, right? You know, the thing is, is that once you get to a place where you're making six figures, you have most of what you need in place in order to get to the next level where there's typically small little tweaks that you'll need to make in order for you to create more leverage, right? In order for you to maybe charge higher fees, things like that, so that you can get to that next level easier. But it's not that big of a gap, you guys. You have to see it differently. Most people think it is, but it's not that big of a gap. See, that's why it's awareness around what's possible. So don't limit yourself based on what you've already done. Get really in touch with what it is that you desire. Clarity is so huge. It's a big part of what we're doing when we're creating our business. But also the second part of that is why do you actually desire to have those things? Because this is, we have to have something on the backside of that to fuel us, especially when times get tough. Also, ask yourself why you may not really want it, and then figure out the resources that you need in order to get yourself to that next level. That's what we're talking about, getting to that next level. And if we're thinking about, you know, what our success has been this year, or, you know, what little success we have, 
we don't have to limit ourselves to what's possible for us in this fourth quarter. So let's really understand that. And clarity is part of that when we're moving to that next level so that we can actually make more money here in the fourth quarter. Oftentimes, uh, now the resources that we need are other people. Like I was talking about, maybe you want to hire your mom or have your mom come over, you know, to watch your kid or something. Um, all sorts of different things. You want to make sure that you have your resources, people that can that can actually help you achieve what it is that you want to achieve in your next level. You need someone who will encourage you and keep you accountable. Someone who will challenge you and challenge you when you're playing small sometimes. You know, those are the kind of resources that you need. I'm actually thinking of starting an accountability pod in my free um, Facebook group. That's the Six Figure Conscious Entrepreneur Community. And you can come on over if you're thinking about doing that. There are at least six of us right now who are thinking of doing that because we just do as humans, we play small sometimes and we need someone to kind of, you know, kick us in the butt. (laughs) Oftentimes it's very easy to play small when you're kind of, you know, like looking at what you've accomplished and not really owning it or not really seeing what's possible possible beyond what you've already accomplished. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just need someone who can stretch your imagination so that you can actually achieve the big vision or the big goals that you've set out for yourself. But, you know, knocking it out of the park in the fourth quarter is totally possible. You can still have an amazing year. We have to be careful about self-sabotage here. Sometimes there are behaviors that we're doing to, to sabotage ourselves that we're not even really aware of. So there we have the conscious self sabotaging behavior. And then we also have the unconscious behavior. So in a way, we know we're doing it, right? Think of procrastination. Or even perfectionism. I I spoke about this in the last uh, week's episode, so you can listen to that. Um, So the next question I think is really important here when we're really aware of the fact that we're sabotaging ourselves is, you know, then what are you doing about it, right? If you're in awareness about it, What are you doing about it? (laughs) And this is a lot of mindset work. What kind of support do you have in place to help you see, you know, those behaviors, to help you create new patterns of behavior so that you can stop sabotaging yourself and also to understand why you're sabotaging what some of your, what are some of your beliefs that are maybe in conflict that are caught excuse me, that are causing you to sabotage. So now that you have that awareness, and this is why we have to sit in quiet, and sometimes journaling is really great, why, you know, showing ourselves the mirror is so important. 
right? We have to be in that awareness. What are the resources that you're going to put in place, you know, systems or whatever, in order for you to solve this problem so that you don't have to worry about it? I mean, there's a lot of things, uh, you know, when I'm talking about my one-on-one clients, for example, they say that there are things that they just don't like to do. Um, and platforms that they don't want to be on, for example. And it changes, it fluctuates. And you do not have to do things that way. Don't think for a second that you absolutely have to do things um, the way everyone else is doing it. You, you have a choice. It's your business. So, you know, there's a lot of things that um, are difficult for us when we're sabotaging ourselves. Um, So when you have this awareness, we have to start thinking about putting things in place. So for now, start asking for help. One of the things you might want to also consider before before you ask for help is why you don't. I know for me, I don't ask for help because I actually felt embarrassed to ask for help. I thought that I should know it already because so many people thought that I had it all together. I felt like I needed to have it all together. I needed to continue to appear like I had it all together. I thought I had to be strong and do it all myself, right? That's a strong woman. I had to show everybody I was so strong, you know, being that I'm from a a really... Uh, you know, destitution and being homeless. I wanted to prove to everybody I had it together, you know. And it's funny thing about it is that's instilled in me so much that I still do this at home and it really ticks off my fiance. <laughs> I'd just be carrying in like a million and one bags and he just stands there and he looks at me with his hands out. He's like, really, Sharon? <laughs> and I have to, we just laugh now. It's just kind of funny. But I'm working on it. And that's what we all have to realize is we're a work in progress. We don't have to know everything or do everything. It's okay to ask for help. It doesn't mean you're any less worthy if you need help. That's another thing I thought. If you can't do it all by yourself, that's okay, right? That was part of my identity. So I was embarrassed to ask for help, and I recommend that you try to figure out why are you resisting help. I know why you don't ask for help, because it's important that when you are in a coaching relationship, that you're in, you know, that you're actually aware of some of the ways that you might be holding yourself back. And you want to make sure that your coach or mentor knows that as well. If you are actually being coached, right? Or if you're a coach, right? This is important for us to understand because we've got to really be transparent in those relationships so that, you know, all of the relationships and everything that we're doing can actually work together. I went into coaching relationships in the past, not really owning the fact that I would resist help. I wouldn't tell them the truth. I wouldn't tell them what was really going on. I wouldn't tell them what I was really struggling with because I was so embarrassed. Not really owning the fact that I wanted to pretend like I knew knew it all, right? Because that's the way I felt. I felt like I could just prop myself up and feel good enough. But I was really sabotaging myself. And there I was paying for a coach that I wasn't really even getting the full benefit of because they weren't able, I didn't allow her to call me out 
and how I was playing small. So, you know, it took me a really long time to reach the level of success that I have today. Because of that, I was really sabotaging myself. And I was very close off at times, not always, but at times. And I was when, when it was really important for me to not be close off, right? At those times, it's like, oh my gosh, that's major sabotage. So it's important that you have awareness about yourself and that you make your coach or mentor aware of this as well, that you know, you're, you know that you do this. So they can help guide you in that relationship. We do this in our personal relationships too. So there's no reason that you should not make the fourth quarter your best quarter of the year, right? There, there is just absolutely so much possibility it's amazing for us to really believe this and know this. And I will tell you from a personal experience, I know this is such an amazing time of year. You know, I, I have brought my own world so much success. And I think, you know, you can do the same right? It's just so important for you to understand what is really possible. So I know from firsthand experience that this is possible because in the beginning of the year, it was just kind of okay. It wasn't really all that great. It, it wasn't. It wasn't what I wanted it to be. And, you know, there's so many different things that I had to realize to really step up this fourth quarter, right? So I know that you can do the same, right? It doesn't matter what you've accomplished up to this point. If you really do what I've shared with you, and if you're mindful of the fact that success is really about your consciousness, so your past results have absolutely no bearing on what is possible for you. Okay, so now it becomes much easier, right? It's about what you choose to do and think and feel. It's the trifecta of success, and it's the secret. It's always been this way. You can't be focused on just the strategies. You can be mindful of really asking yourself, what are the kind of resources that I need right now in my business in order to help me get to my next level? Do I need support with my mindset? Do I need support with my program, like creating my offer, um, raising my fees when I need support with my marketing? Do I need support with my sales process? Um, do I need... Uh, support on creating digital products? What do I need? Start thinking about that and get them in place now so that you can have a successful end of year. All right. So for the month of November, I want to let you know that my power session intensives are back, you guys. I've been thinking about doing this for a long time, and I'm just so excited to be able to do this. If you've been thinking of working with me on any level, now is the time to do it. The power um, 
intent the power session intensives are just 497 so this is for two 60 minute sessions with me and for those two weeks you'll have voxer support so this is where you can ask questions as they pop up during the week in between our sessions plus i'm giving away my guided wealth med meditation audio as a bonus which is amazing to really just raise your vibrations and help you focus in on your wealth consciousness. If this is calling you and you'd like to get some answers or guidance with your mindset, your energy, your business strategies, consider the Power Session Intensives. I'll add the link to the show notes so that you can take advantage of this special offer. All right. I'm super excited you were here for this episode and I will talk at you next week for another episode of Fearless Pursuits podcast. Make it a great one, guys. This week's episode was jam-packed with great content, and now it's time for you to take massive action. Make sure to schedule your strategy session with yours truly, and also visit fearlesspursuits.com where you can subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And while you're at it, if you found the show valuable, we'd appreciate a five-star rating on iTunes, too. Or, if you simply tell a friend about the podcast, that helps, too. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode. This is your fearless online business coach, Sharon Koenig. Thanks for listening. Now go out and be fearless so you can change the world.